The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. I read a quote recently by Will Rogers, and it goes like this. A man only learns in two ways, one by reading and the other by association with smarter people. I love this because there are two different thoughts that that really stick out. One is that reading is very important. If you spend time reading and applying the knowledge you learn from books that can help your life, you can't help but become a better and more influential person. And two, it is very important to hang around with people you can learn from consistently. While it is true you can learn something from everyone, it is so critical to identify what you want to accomplish in your life and spend as much time as possible hanging around with people who have blazed a path before you who know how to do what you want. So just like Will Rogers says, a man only learns in two ways, one by reading and the other by association with smarter people. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. And this week my guest is Dr. Will Moreland. And let me tell you a little bit about him. A father that was in jail, a single mother of two, and living in what was considered the worst city in America doesn't sound like a recipe for success. Throw in a low self-esteem and speech impediment and a sense of hopelessness, and you have the beginning of Will's journey. Growing up in Compton, California, at a time where drug drug issues, gang violence, and murder rates were at an all-time high, Dr. Will made a critical choice in his life. He wasn't going to let his start determine his finish. Over the last two decades, he has studied and implemented the tools, habits, and mental perspective it takes for anyone to achieve success in life. He's read over 1,500 books on the subject, listened to countless audios and video recordings on the subject. He has been mentored by some of the most respected people in the arena of personal development and business development. Dr. Will is one of the most requested speakers under the age of 40 in America, the author of over 20 books, including the top-selling book, Genius Potential. And he is constantly recognized for his leadership, community, and business contributions. Uh, Recently, Dr. Will has been nominated as a Phoenix Business Journal 40 Under 40, a top small business influencer, and as a top thought leader for 2013. He's the founder of Will Moreland International, the number one company for leadership life training material with an urban perspective for development. We will discuss this and so much more on today's show. And with all that in mind, here is my guest, Dr. Will Moreland. Will, are you there? Brian, I am here and excited to be here with you, sir. I'm excited to have you here, too. This is going to be a phenomenal show. So here's what I'd like to do first, Will. What I do every week uh, when I have a guest on is I have them talk a little bit about their background, where they started, how the journey went, what they learned along the way, successes they've had, uh, things that they had to overcome, and what brought you to where you currently are now. So I will let you take it away, my friend. Well, before I do that, please, Brian, let me just say that 
I just want to acknowledge you for everything that you're doing in the self-development arena and just having this radio show to have individuals like myself come on and share our stories. You are helping so many people. So thank you for everything that you're doing. I appreciate that so very much. Thank you. Well, as my bio said, I was raised in Compton, California by a single mother of two. And at that time, Compton was known as the worst city um, in America I met my father for the very first time when I was seven years old, when he was serving time in a California state penitentiary. And so, like my bio said, this is, you know, not the recipe for success, but, you know, along the way, I had to do what everyone uh, that decides to be successful has to do, and that's to make a choice that you're not going to allow your beginning to determine your finish. And so throughout my upbringing and being in that environment that was very polarizing, I found myself getting in trouble, found myself uh, joining a gang, found myself in jail at points in my life, and just really lost with no sense of direction. And um, my turning point kind of was when I was – in in jail, getting ready to go, well, actually in front of the judge, and the judge said, Will Moreland, you're headed for a life of destruction, and I'm going to give you an opportunity, and that opportunity is to join the United States Army, or you could uh, uh, spend some time in one of our nice facilities here in California. And so it was mm. almost like the, uh, uh, the Godfather. He gave me an offer I could not refuse. And, uh, right. and, and and so I, I joined the, the Army, and for me, Brian, joining the United States Army was the beginning of my transformation. Mm. You know, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, it, it's it, because they have such a, a strict regimen and, and a really uh, very strict idea about, you know, who they want the people on their team to be. Uh, so what was that experience like? I'm sure it was very, very different from Compton. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It was very, very different. Imagine a a young African American that had never been out of the state of California, had never been out of Compton, California. I had never been on an airplane, and so I joined the military. They shipped me and put me on an airplane. They take me to all places uh, to Kentucky. And uh, I was at a place called Fort Knox, Kentucky, is where I did mm-hmm. basic training. And um, there I met people from literally all around the United States, which was um, just amazing to me. I, I didn't know, you know, that we had so many diverse people in the world. And so if you could imagine, you know, being in this place with all these new people, uh, the drill sergeants yelling at you, having to wake up at, you know, old dark 30 in the morning. And, um, but all at the same time, I was loving the challenge. I was loving being challenged to be different and the challenge to, to be better. And so for me, I, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to realize that this was going to be the turning point, that this was the opportunity that I needed. It got me, you know, 700 miles away from Compton, California, put me in a whole different environment, started teaching me how to uh, set goals and to establish standards in my life. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. So where did you end up serving after your basic training was over with? And so the Army wasn't finished sending me through this metamorphous transformation 
<laughs> not only did they send me to Kentucky, now listen to this, Brian, they mm-hmm. then stationed me in Germany. Germany. And so now, if you can wow. imagine, Kentucky was the very first time I was ever away from home. Now they're not only sending me to a different state, but they're sending me to a whole different country, a different culture. So not only was I 700 miles, now I'm going 3,000 miles away from, you know, my genesis. And so that by itself was polarizing. This was the first time I'm seeing snow, Brian. You know, I wow. growing up in California, I only seen snow on the television. So now uh, I hit Germany in 1996, and we're right smack dab in the middle of one of the worst blizzards and snowstorms that Germany had ever experienced. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. What do you think that being in the military taught you the most, Will? that you can't do it alone, that if you're going to have any degree of success, you need a whole lot of people um, pushing for you. And um, not only that, that success is a team sport, but also you have to trust people fast. You know, I ended up having to what they call having a battle buddy, and you have to trust that this person that you've never met before, that um, that they're going to protect you in the most dangerous situations. And so I you know, it's teamwork and it's trust. And so I had to learn how to trust individuals that I did not know fast because you're not going to succeed if you don't play as a team and if you don't trust anyone. That That is so absolutely incredible uh, because build, trust is something that normally you build over time. But in this environment, it had to be instant. Was that was that difficult? Was that a big challenge? or Or was the environment set up in such a way that, it it just happened. Well, no, it, it is very tough. But at the same time, you have your drill sergeants, they're, they're ingraining this into your brain that, listen, this person on the left side of you, they have to watch your 360 uh, degrees around and you have to trust them to do that. You have to trust that they're learning everything that they need to do to um, protect you. But at the same time, you're doing that as well. And so, you know, when you hear to put your life in someone else's hand, we use that as a cliche. But when I joined the military, uh, I literally, you know, had to do that, put my life in someone's hand. I joined the military at the time where we were starting all the deployments to Bosnia and, and Kosovo. And so we were getting trained not only to be soldiers, but to uh, go right into combat. And so um, I had no leeway not to trust the person who was on the left and right of me. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got maybe a minute and a half to our first break. So when your military career was over with, was it pretty evident to you what your path was going to be? It was, and that was one of the reasons why I love the military, but it was something on the inside of me telling me, Will, there's something more in you that you have to go and pursue. And so when that began to burn on the inside of me, I really couldn't give my full attention to the military anymore. And so that's when I made another life-changing decision to leave the military and then pursue what I saw in my head. Okay. And what was that? That was... Uh, to really be a public speaker and to be a leadership developer. And I didn't know what that really meant. I didn't even know that there was a field 
of personal development. I didn't even know that there was a whole industry of speakers. I just knew mm. that I love speaking to people, that I love helping people, that I love sharing what I was learning because I just gave myself over uh, throughout my military time. I gave myself over to personal development, and I saw what it was doing in my life, and I just believed that it could help so many other people. And so I just wanted to talk to people and tell them and share with them all the things I was learning from all the books I was reading, from all the seminars uh, I was attending. Okay. Sounds fantastic. And we are coming up against our first break. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland, and we will talk about his book, 22 Success Lessons, uh, which is coming up coming out very shortly, and we will do that right after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solove is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solove with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solove revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland, and we are going to be talking about his new book called 22 Success Lessons. 
Athens very shortly. But first, Will, I need to ask you something. There is a phrase that is associated with you, and it is live genius. First of all, I mean, I want you to tell us what that means, but I also want to bring out a, a, a very uh, perhaps obscure point that, that maybe, maybe many people wouldn't get. But you and I text each other uh, on a fairly regular basis. And when I get a text back from you, your signature is your name, and then the phrase live genius. That's a marketing lesson, folks. That's a marketing lesson. What happens when you text people and it says live genius underneath your, your name on your text messages? Well, more times than not, every single time someone, when I first text them, they'll always reply back with, what does live genius mean? And it just gives me the opportunity to share what really is the anchor of my life and what really is the theme of my life that I believe that everyone can live genius. And what I mean by that is live genius is an acronym that stands for living in victory every day. That's the L-I-V-E, living in victory every day while getting engaged in unique significance. And so that's G-E-N-I-U-S, getting engaged in unique significance. And what I mean by that, Brian, is going beyond just wanting to be successful. We all want to be successful, but for me, I believe that success is more personal. It's more, um, you know, geared toward you, what you own, what you've achieved. But when you talk about being significant, that means you're living to leave a legacy, and that means your success is now transcended you, and it's helping and it's touching other people. So I don't only want you to be successful, I want you to be significant. And so that's what living in victory every day while getting engaged in unique significance is all about. It's about living life from the apex. It's it's about living life that you give more than you actually receive. That's awesome. And that theme has come up a number of times in this show. I had Bob Berg on this show about four, five, six weeks ago, and his book was called The Go-Giver, his most recent book. And we talked about that whole theme of giving, not giving to get, but giving uh, for the sake of giving, and then you receive a whole lot more. So I'm sure you subscribe to that same theory. I I certainly do. You know, my grandmother, uh, once again, I was raised by my single mother and my grandmother, and uh, we we didn't have much, but my grandmother was such a giver, and she would just give and give, and what I thought would be like our last, like sometimes, Brian, you know, it was the last piece of bread in our house or the last two eggs, which I thought, and I would challenge my grandmother and say, Grandma, you're giving us you're giving away the last, uh, you know, don't do that. You know, we're not going to have anything. And my grandmother subscribed to a philosophy that you could never give your last because the moment you give, you set in motion for you to receive. And so my grandmother would always say, Will, we're going to be all right because you can never outgive more than you can get in this lifetime. Mm, I love that. You can never outgive more than you'll get in your lifetime. Is that what you said? Okay. That's, that's what, great. That's what she said. That's great. So let's talk about your book. And this is an ebook or will it be a physical book as well? Well, you know, it started off as an ebook and it's it's gonna be released as an ebook, but it's already picked up so much traction and excitement from so many people. 
um, that we're eventually going to turn it into a uh, hardcover uh, book. And so that's in the works right now. I thought it was just going to be a, a e-book. It was just some things that I wanted to share with, you know, those that are connected with me. But uh, uh-huh. it picked up so much traction, even uh, Les Brown, he just endorsed it. And he told me, he challenged me, so I had to make it a book. So I have to go and make it a uh, hardcover. Great. And the exact title of the book is? It's 22 Success Lessons, Principles to Get You the Life You Want. That's great. That's great. And it's coming out when? It's actually coming out Memorial Day weekend, so this this upcoming uh, weekend. Yeah, okay. And uh, we, we are, just for full disclosure, we are taping this show in advance. It will air on Memorial Day. So, um, so today, it'll be, you can get it today. Be today. If you're listening, you can get it today. <laughs> There you go. There you go. We're taping this in advance for scheduling reasons. So by the time this show airs, it will be Memorial Day. So by the time you hear this, I, we can legitimately say, get it today. And it'll be on Amazon? It'll be uh, on Amazon, but they can also go to my website, which is www.willmoreland.com and order it as well. That's M-O-R-E-L-A-N-D, willmoreland.com. Is that right? Yes, sir. Fantastic. So let's talk about some of the principles that are in your book. There's 22 of them. Clearly, we won't have time to touch on all 22. Uh, We'll just grab a handful of them. So the first thing I want to talk about, which I think is a huge cornerstone for anyone who wants to be successful, is the idea that you have to accept complete and total responsibility for your life. Talk about that and maybe share a story that illustrates that if you can. Well, you know, once again, I, I always go back to my upbringing. I was raised by my single mother. I had a father... Uh, who I met in jail, our family didn't have uh, the most of anything. Um, You know, I was just laughing with my sister the other day. She was commenting on uh, how I dress now, and I said, you know, not too bad for a guy who used to wear your clothes. And so I had an older sister, and I used to have to wear her clothes to school. And so I had to come to a point in my life where I wanted better, And so I either could complain about how I started or I could say, you know what, I have to respond better in life if I want better. And when you talk about responding in life, you're really talking about taking responsibility for your life. You can't, you know, blame the mother who maybe didn't like you or the father who left you or the husband who left you or the wife who left you or whatever. You you know, we can live the rest of our lives complaining about the ills and, and all the troubles that we went through, or we can start saying, you know what, I want a better life, and if a better life is possible, then I'm going to make and take the responsibility to go after it. And whatever that means, I'm going to do it. And so I'm going to begin to start responding differently to the test trials and tribulations in my life. I'm going to respond differently to when, when people hate on me and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to give any energy to that anymore. I'm just going to stay focused on what I want to achieve in life. And, and you can only do that, Brian, when you take responsibility for your life. And this is one of the examples that I, I always use. You know, Brian, if, if we're sitting in a room and you get up and you just slap me, I could spend the rest of my life trying to figure out why you slapped me and I still wouldn't come up with the answer. All I know is I have to respond differently when I'm in your presence. I have to say, you know what, that's that guy, Brian, and he slaps people. I don't know why he slaps people. I don't know if he's crazy. I don't know if he has something going on. I don't know if he didn't like my shirt. All I know is when I'm around him, I need to respond 
differently. And that's what I can be in control of. So many times people are complaining and talking about things that they cannot control. But what you can control is your mind and your responses to anything that happens in life. And so that's what I wanted to convey in the book, that if you really want to be successful, if you really want to be significant, you have to be responsible for your success and your significance in life. Yeah, there you go. That was a very creative example, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It would never happen, but it was very creative. I'm I'm not a violent person (laughs) at all. (laughs) So I love that. You take responsibility for your life. And I I love the thing that you said, you have to respond better to get better in life. And that is so true. And again, that is something that does illustrate the principle of taking responsibility. So let's talk about something else that you talk about you discuss learning to beat the odds. And I, one thing I like about that is the whole implication that you can't just let life happen to you. Once you see an adverse situation, you have to make a conscious choice to do something about that. Am I right? Right. And, and so in the book, I, I talk about uh, one of my friends, Magic Johnson. And if you're a basketball fan, uh, then you know about Magic Johnson, the, the great basketball player for the Los Angeles Lakers. And Magic, you know, I'll never forget, it was November the 7th, 1992. Magic got up on the podium, and I couldn't imagine what Magic was getting ready to say. He had just signed a brand-new contract, so I knew he wasn't going to another team. He was at the height of his career, so I knew he wasn't getting ready to retire. And if you remember that day, Brian, he stood up and he said, As of today, I will no longer be able to play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers because of the HIV infection that I have uh, acquired. And you could hear a hush in that room, and you could hear a hush around the world. And at that time, um, nobody really knew about you know, HIV and what age was, and there was so much speculation around it. But I remember... Uh, Magic telling a story later on that he moped around the house and his wife, her name is Cookie, that's what we uh, call her, Cookie, uh, she came to him and she said, what, what are you going to do? Are you just going to lay here and die or are you going to beat this thing? And that was like his slap in the face. That was his wake-up call. And, and, and Magic went on a, a tear to learn everything he could about how he was going to defeat this HIV uh, infection and, and this virus. And that's what each of us have to do, Brian. No matter what the obstacle is, no matter what the hindrance is in our life, if it's uh, better education, whatever is hindering us. You know, I, I talk to adults all the time, and they say, you know, I would have a degree, but I'm not good in math. I have 117 credits and I'm three credits away but it's math that keeps holding me back and you know it's other people who say my my mom left and my dad left you know all these all these little obstacles that you're just going to have to face it and 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 just say you know what whatever I need to do whatever help I need to get I'm going to get it because I'm not going to allow this obstacle to defeat me and that's what magic did and that's why he's one of you know my champions today and here we are some 20, 30 years later, Magic is still thriving, and it's only, I believe, because he made that pivotal decision that day that he wasn't going to let the odds beat him, that he was going to beat the odds. Yeah. What an amazing, amazing example. And I, I do remember that day and uh, when, when that announcement came. And we are coming up against our next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My guest is Dr. Will Moreland. We'll be right back. We were discussing his book, 22 Success Lessons. Be back after the break. 
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. of recorded history there has never been anything that can compare to home movies but now in this modern era where do you turn for the best information right here it's the home movie legacy project hosted by Rhonda Vigent Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose, or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues with the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland, and his book that's coming out uh, Memorial Day weekend is 22 Success Lessons. And we have talked uh, about uh, taking responsibility for your life, and we've talked about learning to beat the odds. The next thing I want to talk about is the idea of dream big. A lot of people say dream big, but you take it a step further and you say dream bigger. So I want to talk about that, and specifically I'd like to ask, has there been a time where you set a goal so big that it just scared you? <laughs> you know, when we think about dreaming, I tell people all the time, listen, dreams are free so don't spare any expense on your dream, you know. So go ahead and dream big, and then once you dream big, I want you to add some more to that dream and just go for it. You know, the old adage is, you know, if you shoot, if you if you shoot, you know, for uh, uh, if you shoot for the highest, you know, you'll end up amongst the stars. And one of my mentors, Les Brown, he said it like this. He says. People, people don't fail in life because they aim too high. People fail in life because they aim too low and they hit it. And so when we talk about 
um, dreaming and not only dreaming big. In the book, I talk about uh, one of my other mentors, who is John Maxwell, the leadership guru. And uh, in one of his latest books or an article I was reading uh, uh, about him, they asked him about his dream, and his dream is literally to affect every single country with his leadership principles. And I said, oh, my God. And here, and here, John, I think John is almost 70 years old now, and he's still dreaming like this. He's saying he wants to reach every uh, area of the world with his leadership principles. And he says he wants to go into the airport, and every time he's in the airport and anywhere around the world, he wants someone to be able to come up to him and say, I was impacted, I was uh, affected mm-hmm. by your leadership principles. And, and so for me personally, and I'll tell you one big dream uh, recently that would really resonate. I lived in Germany for 14 years before I moved to Arizona. And um, I moved to Arizona without knowing anyone, without having any setup. I, we closed um, our consulting company in Germany, and I told my wife we were going to move to Arizona. And literally, Brian, what we had to do was literally start over. And I told her all I needed was my suitcase and my books. And we literally left everything. We we uh, left the house. We left all the furniture. And her and my daughter, we packed up. Uh, she was pregnant with then my son. And I said, we're going to Arizona. Arizona is going to be our promised land. I just feel that that's where we need to be. And so that was the dream um, that really challenged me, but at the same time it excited me. And that's what dreams, real good dreams do, Brian. They excite you and they challenge you at the same time, and it gives you energy. And so when I hit the ground three years ago in Arizona, um, I had this dream on the inside of me of developing uh, a world-class leadership consultant company. And so that's what we started laying the bricks and the groundwork for. And, and we've just been so blessed and so fortunate to now be recognized as one of the top leadership uh, uh, companies here in the West Coast. Wow. That is a really amazing vision. I love that. I appreciate that you shared that. Uh, let's talk about uh, something different, and this is something that, that resonates with me um, because I did get a chance to read your book in advance, and I want to talk about the idea that leaders stand for what they believe in, even if it is unpopular. It seems like we have a world, especially uh, our government or anybody who's elected, it seems like their goal is to do what will get them reelected. And they're not willing to do what's unpopular sometimes. So let's talk about that and maybe a, a really good example of someone who was willing to stand up for what they believed in even when it wasn't popular. You know, leadership, the very essence of leadership is not a popularity contest, but it's a, a contest to do what's right in in the face of uh, uh, obstacles and objections. And, and you're exactly right in what you said. Many people who get into prominent positions you know, they 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 rather be popular than to be impactful. And I think you can only be impactful when you stand out from the crowd. And so, you know, you think of people like Martin Luther King and you think about people like Mahatma Gandhi and you, you think about people like uh, Nelson Mandela who did the unpopular things and we're the beneficiaries because they decided to be leaders. And, and in the book I talk about 
a very special person to me, uh, Hall of Famer coach Lenny Wilkins. And, and Lenny shared with me one day, um, and Lenny, for our listening audience that doesn't know him, uh, Lenny Wilkins is a uh, Hall of Famer uh, NBA coach and, and, in fact, the only individual to be inducted in the Hall of Fame as a player and a coach. And one day uh, Lenny was talking, and he shared this story of how he was in the United States Army, and he was in the Army at a time where segregation in the United States was very big, and he was on the post-basketball team. And he was playing basketball, and they would travel around, and they got to one city, and off memory, I want to say it was someplace in Texas, and this was um, uh, back in the early 60s. And they got off the, the team bus to go get something to eat, and as they were getting off the bus to get something to eat, there was a, they were approached by uh, the owner, I guess, of the restaurant, and the, the owner of the restaurant told them that they couldn't come in the front door as it was in that day and time that African-Americans' colors couldn't come through the front door. And um, Lenny that day decided um, he wasn't going to go for that anymore. He said, either you're going to let me in the front door and serve me a meal or I'm not going to eat. And uh, Lenny had this coach, and the coach said, you know, hey, Lenny, don't, don't, don't make any waves. Let's just get something to eat. Let's get back on the bus and go to the game. And Lenny said, no, no, today I'm making a stand. This is not right. This is, this is you know, not the right thing to do, and I'm not going to be a part of it. And so Lenny got back on the bus and said that I'm not going to eat. And the rest of the team, they went eight. The coach went eight. So when they got to the basketball game, Lenny refused to play in the basketball game. And his supervisor, who was the coach, he got so livid at Lenny and said, no, you're going to play. And Lenny, of course, was one of the best basketball uh, players on the team. But he then refused to play. And he said, because you would not stand up for me then, I'm not going to play for you now. And the guy, the coach, got so upset that when they got back to the post that they wanted to, he wanted to kick Lenny out. And when they went up to the post commander, the post commander stood up for Lenny and said, Lenny, you did the right thing. And so uh, he shared that story with me, and it resonated with me. And I try to always remember that, that as a leader, you may not always be popular because of your decisions, but you will be impactful because of your decisions. Wow. That is so incredible. That is absolutely incredible. That that almost reminds me of Rosa Parks a little bit because she did something very similar. We all know what that was, you know, refusing to give up her seat on the bus to a white person. Uh, she also stood up for what was not considered to be popular or in vogue, and we remember her. We, we don't remember people who just go with the flow. So, I mean, Martin Luther King, for example, I mean, his speech was, I have a dream. It wasn't, I had a complaint. If, it, if right. that would have been his speech, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know who he is, and, and the, our, our history would have been rewritten a little bit differently. So I appreciate that you shared that. that was, that's a really amazing story. Um, let's move to, to something else. We've got a few minutes before our, our next break. Let's talk about courage, because I'll tell you what, it, it's – it's underrated. It's not talked about very much. But you know, even even the greatest leaders that our our society has ever seen have been afraid at one time or another. But those who are the ones that are impactful are the ones that took their step and did what they needed to do in spite of that. They had courage. So talk about that a little bit. 
You know, a lot of times we celebrate, and many of the people that are in the book, we celebrate them as being amazing. And many of the people that come on your show, we celebrate them as being amazing. And really the word should be courageous because anyone that's going to do anything impactful in life and anyone that's going to have any great degree of success and significant at some moment in life had to not only take the first step of courage but throughout their life continue to be courageous. And so courage is not a one-time deal. It's You have to continue to keep doing this and, and building up the, the muster to be courageous. And, and in the book, I talk about, you know, one of the stories, I, I watched a movie one time, and the, the guy was talking to his young children, and the children was asking him how did uh, he meet their mother. And he says, I remember it like it was yesterday. She was passing by the restaurant that I was sitting in, and I saw her, and I knew that she was going to be my wife, but she was so beautiful, and here I was, this nothing. And this guy, he said, in a moment, in a moment's time, he had to muster up the courage to run out of that restaurant to go ask her her name and ask her her number, and if he wouldn't have did that, those kids wouldn't have been sitting there. She wouldn't have been his wife. And so it was in Mm. that moment, of courage that he got his, his, you know, what he wanted. That was his big dream, you know. And uh, I go on and talk about a young lady by the name of uh, Gelly here that lives in uh, Arizona that I met. And um, uh, uh, Gelly is from originally from Madova. And when she moved here to Arizona to go to school, she noticed that the climate for business owners and professionals to have an outlet uh, such as a networking event that it wasn't here. And so Gelly started dreaming about having an event that would bring all these professionals together in, uh, in, a, in an environment that was non-threatening, that they could just learn about each other. But she said, you know what? No one knows me. No one knows me as a mover and shaker, and, and who would even show up if I did it? But Gelly had to muster up some courage, and she said, you know what? I'm just going to do the event. I'm, I'm going to spend my own money, and I'm just going to. And this is, and we're talking about a, a kid at the time was just getting out of college, so she didn't right. really have that much money. And so she said, "You know what? I, I'm just going to do this networking thing. I don't really know how to do it all together. I don't even know about sponsors and all that kind of okay. and vendors, but I'm just going to muster up the courage and do it." Well, Brian, here we are, maybe three or four years later from that moment, mm-hmm. that Gelly is now. Uh, the founder of the largest networking event in Arizona, something like I just went to one of them, and something like 2,000 people showed okay. up okay. for her quarterly okay. event. We, we, have a, we have to go to break. I'm so sorry, Will. We've got to go to break. We'll be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. 
Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Inspiration and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high on life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back for our final segment. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. We are having an amazing time. My guest this week is Dr. Will Moreland, and his book is called 22 Success Principles. It comes out Memorial Day weekend. So let's talk about a couple more of these things as we head toward the end of the show. I want to talk about the importance of having focus. That's also something that people tend not to talk about. There are books about this, but I want to talk about uh, the importance of just having a laser focus and and how important that is to reaching your ultimate destiny. Well, you know, Brian, we're we're in a world that, you know, there's a million things trying to grab your attention. You know, I hear people, you know, talk about, you know, how the weekend goes by so fast and um, they don't know where their time went and all that kind of stuff. And, and one of the reasons is is because they're not focus and I have an acronym for focus and it's fix on continue unique service fix you got to be set you got to be mounted and this is what you got to be pursuing this one thing this one goal this one dream and so when we talk about focus and when we talk about the the power of focus what it allows you to do like a laser if you know what a laser is a laser can cut through things and so with focus mm. When we start talking about those obstacles, when we start talking about the haters in your life, when we start talking about the challenges in your life, when you're focused, it's not that you're absent of any of those things. You're just not stopped by any of those things. And your focus, it just keeps going. I don't have time. When you are focused, you don't have time to get off on the side of the road and worry about who hates you. You don't have time to get on the side of the road and, and deal with these obstacles. You, you identify them. You find out what you need to do to fix them or overcome them, and you just keep going. And so focus is one of those key ingredients that if you're really truly going to be successful in life, you've got to be later focused. That's great. That's great. Let's also talk about something else that I think is just as important, the importance of now. You know, so many times 
people are waiting on the sideline for situations to be perfect, for conditions to be perfect, and they never are. And so you just got to do it now. Whatever that is, do it now. You know, whatever you can do, do that. If you want to go back to school and get a degree, you don't have to get the degree all in one day, but sign up for a class. If you have to sign up for a half a class, do something now. Do something that's going to start taking you toward what you really want in life. No more procrastinating. No more delaying your destiny. Just do it now. There's a phone call that someone needs to make. Make it. There's a book that someone needs to write. Write it. There's a song that someone needs to sing. Sing it. But you've got to do it now. You know, I tell my clients, you know, speed kills and what I mean by speed kills is you just got to get it out to the market. And this is my, you know, what I tell them, I say, do it, review it, get feedback, and fix it. That's all you got to do. Do it, review it, get feedback, and fix it. I like that. Do it, review it, get feedback, and fix it. Right. And why most people are still, you know, trying to get it perfect, you've been done it three or four times and then doing it that's when it gets better wow that's awesome that's really awesome let's talk a little bit about persistence because i'll tell you what and, and i'm sure you would really really agree with this success is not a straight line and we very frequently meet obstacles and it's how you respond to those that ultimately uh, inform your ultimate arrival at your at your final point but it does take persistence to get there. And you, you talk about a couple of really great examples of people who are mentors of yours. So let's talk about persistence. You know, when we, we talk about persistence, I tell anybody, you know, I'm not the best anything, but I will put my persistence up against anybody in the world. It's the story of the tortoise and the hare. And, mm. you know, you, you have people who start off fast and you have people who start off better and, and then they weary out and they stop and um, they don't get up like they used to get up and they don't have the drive that they used to have and, um, and they don't they don't uh, achieve the success that they want. But I tell anybody, um, I have another acronym I use. As a, you, you see, I love acronyms. It's called MSID, and it's M-S-I-D. And what that is, make small investments daily. Be persistent about it. Just make small investments daily. And what happens is those small investments steamroll and become big investments. And you'll wake up one day and realize that, wow, those little steps that I was taking that seem so insignificant have now become this journey and you wake up and, and you say, wow, look at how many miles that I've walked. And it wasn't all in one day, but it was just step after step, persistent step after persistent step. And in the book, um, I share some wonderful stories about people who have influenced me with their persistence. Yeah. Les Brown is one of those. You know, Les Brown is you know, one of those individuals that if, if you know Les Brown, you know his story. He was adopted um, uh, by a single mother, him and his twin brother. And even when, you know, everyone labeled him uh, mentally retarded, he had a, 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 a mentor who told him, listen, someone's opinion of you does not have to be your opinion of yourself. And if you would give yourself to persistence, persistently developing yourself and persistently uh, improving in life, one day you will become uh, a great individual. And so he set off on the journey of being persistent. And, and so he is now, without a college degree, without 
uh, any formal education, he is regarded as one of the top five speakers in the world. And it's all because of persistence. Yeah, I got to hear him speak. Gosh, when was it? It was last September in L.A. at Craig Doeswalt's Rockstar Marketing event. And I'll tell you what, he, he, shook, he rocked the house, absolutely rocked the house. He was fantastic and uh, very genuine. I really, really – I got to talk with him very, very, very briefly out in the hallway afterwards. And it was just really a joy just to be in his presence and just to talk to him and know that he is the same person on stage that he is off stage. He definitely is, and I'm I'm just so excited he um, endorsed this book and, and has even done a personal video endorsement for it. And so uh, if you go to the website, you'll see that endorsement by Les Brown for the book. That's great. Um, you have also, in the past, had your own radio show, correct? I have. Yeah, tell us what, what... radio show. It was what was again? It was the Dr. Will Speaks radio show. Oh, there you go. What was it about, and, and maybe who are a couple of people that you had on your show? We've got about five minutes left until the end. Well, it was a similar uh, format uh, of your show where I would have um, uh, high-profile, successful people come on, and they would just share their story and share uh, their journey. Um, if um, I've had, uh, wow, best-selling authors like Wes Moore, the author of The Other West, who had a very fascinating uh, story. I've had... Uh, uh, business giants like Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, uh, author of uh, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, and uh, his new book, uh, The Wealth Choice. Uh, I've had people like Dr. George Frazier, who is uh, the founder of the largest African-American uh, 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 networking organization in the world, FraserNet. Uh, I, I had so many wonderful uh, guests that, and some of the stories that are in the book come from my interviews with these amazing people. I've had actresses and actors come on the show and, and, and share their story. And, and what I really found out, Brian, is that in these 22 lessons, these are the genuine threads that I saw throughout all of them that made them the success that they are today. Wow. That's really awesome. That's really, really great. So let me ask you this. Who inspires and motivates you? This is one of the very last questions that I ask of people when they're on my show. You know, so many people, I glean and learn from so many people, but uh, to be honest with you, uh, I have two wonderful children that Kara and Champ and they inspire me to be my best every single day because I know if I'm my best, they have a better chance of being their best. And so when I see them each and every day, they inspire me and they motivate me, and they're, they're a big factor um, of my encouragement every day. You know, no matter what type of day I have, I know I can always expect to get a hug and a kiss and a I love you, Daddy, and that just motivates me, Brian. Mm. That's that's fantastic. There's there's nothing like having people in your life that you can count on to give you a, a quick smile or a moment of inspiration or a memory that you'll just never, ever forget. I had a previous guest on my show, Rich German, who is a, a coach's coach. And one of the things that he told me on my show when, when he was here a few months ago is – he makes it a priority to talk to to have a conversation, at least one conversation every day with someone who inspires him. I thought, wow, what a great idea. You know, a lot of times that's a phone call, but that's a priority. Make it a priority to have one phone conversation a day 
with someone who inspires you. And I think that's just phenomenal because especially if it's one of the last things of the day that you do, you've ended your day right. You know, I, I tell people all the time that happiness is, you know, an inside job and you have to plan, you know, happiness. And, and that, that example that you just did, that's him planning on securing his happiness. That's him planning on securing um, his, his encouragement for the day. And that's a phenomenal uh, uh, example there. Yeah, exactly. So we've got less than two minutes until the end, Will. Tell us wow. where we can find your book again. Well, if you simply just go to www.willmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandmorelandm